Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. Here we are once again, springtime. The sun is out. Daylight savings kicks in. And uh, we are set for another season of Golf in the Northwest. Well, Darkens is here too. But uh, how you doing? All right. I'm gonna, not going to lie, it's a little odd here on the first tee uh, without my uh, my caddy, my playing partner uh, for over a decade. You'll notice, uh, yes, Harold has hung it up. I want to be whipped. Well, apparently he's getting his wish now. But, uh, but yes, uh, Harold has decided it is uh, time for him to be grandpa. Uh, He's got uh, his grandkids are uh, off all over the place doing all sorts of things. A lot of travel baseball. He has uh, been uh, such a wonderful partner. I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. But uh, we uh, will be making efforts to search and find another co-host. But it's not the easiest thing to find, quite frankly. Not into reading. No, he, he wasn't into reading. Uh, but uh, the idea of Tiger pulling out early is is interesting. Okay, easy. It's a little early in the morning for that. I have, I have a. <laughs> I guess Harold's going to be here with us. Uh, so I'm sure they had her out beating balls until the the, the yeah. cows came home. <laughs> uh, some of his uh, some of his favorite lines for us, but yes. Um, I'll be going solo here for a little bit, but the search is on. We are efforting to find someone uh, who is uh, willing to try and uh, fill his seat for us. Uh, It is a big commitment, a bigger commitment than uh, maybe uh, people realize. And his dedication to this show and to me uh, has been wonderful for over a decade. And uh, I'm so thankful that uh, he was part of this and allowed this show to become what it has and uh, as many people listening over the years 
and uh, the number of relationships that we have been able to strike uh, with wonderful guests that uh, continue to come on and join us uh, throughout the year, uh, as well as in the industry here locally. And I'll touch on a little bit more of all of that here uh, before the hour uh, is over. But uh, we do have uh, one of the most premier golf tournaments uh, around the world going on. At least it's trying to go on. They will uh, attempt to finish the first round here Saturday morning. Mother Nature not cooperating down in Central Florida. Uh, the women are overseas. We do have a guest coming up at 830. Uh, Mike Barrett. Yes, that Mike Barrett uh, will join us. Uh, I know primetime was out uh, earlier last week or so. The opening of X-Golf Tualatin, uh, indoor golf, and I had a chance to get down to the facility, talk to uh, some of the proprietors there, uh, their PGA Pro, and uh, get a sense for it. But he will come on, join us, and we do have uh, a little something in it for you as we will give away a $100 gift card to X-Golf to Wallaton, uh for from the show. Uh, Michael, join us at uh, 8.30. We'll give that away at the end of that interview. So uh, we hope you stick around and listen. You can find out all about it, everything that's going on as uh, indoor golf now. These golf simulation uh, uh, simulations are starting to crop up all over the place. Uh, but uh, X-Golf, a little bit unique. Uh, the technology that they are employing with their simulation, a little different from uh, maybe some more recreational sorts of things. And so we'll focus on more of how their technology uh, they do have a pga pro there are lessons available and so uh, really focusing in on not only having some fun maybe an introduction to the game uh, it's not as intimidating you can go they've got the bar scene and stuff so it's a fun way to to spend an evening especially uh if you looked at the weather forecast it's going to be a little damp here for the next week and a half so uh while it's cool and damp maybe not wanting to get out on the course as much you can head on in there, but you will be able to develop the skills, uh, work on your game. You'll get a uh, accurate reflection of where your game may be at uh, with their technology. So we will talk to him as well. Uh, the Players' Championship going on at Ponte Vedra Beach down there in Florida. Not only is it uh, one of the best fields, if not the best field in all of golf, but it also gives the opportunity for PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan to give his state of the PGA address. He did that on Tuesday. And given everything that has gone on to start the calendar year uh, with the PGA Tour, Phil Mickelson uh, his comments that Saudi league, are guys going? Are they not going? Uh, what is the case? Uh, he had a chance to finally address some of those questions. He went on for nearly 50 minutes. I've plucked a few of the things that I want to uh, discuss uh, with him. Some comments from Roy McElroy too. He is uh, on the player advisory board that works in conjunction with the tour's business mechanism uh, to adjust rules and uh, he's really the voice. He is the voice of the players now. It has been passed on from Phil and Tiger and Rory uh, at the uh, grand old age of 32. One of the senior uh, members of the PGA Tour uh, is becoming uh, kind of the barometer of where where players are at in terms of how they view, view the tour, professional golf, golf's place in the uh, in the world of sports and in the world overall. So I uh, hope you'll enjoy those comments. And I want your comments, too. Uh, 
before with Harold, it was easy to uh, just kind of let him pontificate, crack a joke here or there if you were paying attention. But I uh, want to know where you guys are at. You can, of course, text us at 503-250-1080. Uh, give me your thoughts. And I also like to know, you know, it is an opportunity now maybe to open up the show to different avenues. I am uh, at a point where I am wanting to uh, find some more guests regarding uh, golf vacations, destinations, and, and going to places like uh, Pinehurst uh, there in North Carolina, the Myrtle Beach area. Uh, Wisconsin all of a sudden is having uh, a lot more destination golf. We know about Bandon, and we will continue there, as well as Central Oregon, uh, some places locally that you can drive to uh, to get away for a weekend, uh, the likes of Coeur d'Alene. But uh, curious maybe where you are interested in in learning about uh, if you wanted to put together a, a, a guy's weekend or uh, a destination, a vacation. Uh, and even if it's overseas, obviously, uh, Scotland and, and the old course at uh, St. Andrews is is a uh, bucket list item for so many people, as well as some of the courses that you see. I mean, and that's one of the great things about TPC Sawgrass is, is uh, you can put together a package and go play that. Go take your shot at 17 right up there. See if you get a little weak in the knees. It's just uh, plays anywhere from 120 to 150 yards, that Island green, but uh, it's not a, uh, certainly not anything of, of length for any level of golfer, but uh, just the intimidation of the Island, knowing what it is, that stadium backdrop, those sorts of things. Where else would you like to see the show go? Uh, it was I couldn't believe uh, when I was told this is starting the 12th season. It seems like time flies. Uh, just a matter of I always thought it was like six or seven years that Harold and I have been doing this. But uh, but no, it's just uh, the passion for it goes on. Uh, and I want to thank Harold for all of his time. We'll do a little bit more towards the end of the show. But as always, uh, we start the show by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Two major tours in action this week. We'll start with the LPGA Tour. They are over in Thailand, their Southeast Asian swing. Um... And this week, the Honda LPG Thailand. They're playing the Siam Country Club, the Pattaya Old Course, uh, playing at uh, just over 6,400 yards. And they are going low. Nana Kurtz Madsen uh, in the lead, 21 under par after a bogey-free 66 in round three. She is one shot uh, in the lead over Celine Boutier and Ziyu Lin. Ziyu Lin looking to become just the second uh, Chinese player after Shen uh, Shen Fan to win on the PGA Tour. But if uh, Nana Madsen can pull this off, she would be the first winner from Denmark in LPGA Tour history. And uh, she set the tournament 54-hole scoring record at her 21-under. Uh, uh, that bested Jessica Corder's mark of 20-under in 2018. And so the two-time Olympian uh, trying to hold on and put this thing away down the stretch. She had the lead at the 2021 uh, Women's uh, Open there at Carnoustie, could not hold on. And uh, Anna Norquist went and took her down on Sunday, uh, but scores very low. And it is the exact opposite weather of what's going on in Florida. Uh, it is steamy over there, hot players just trying to keep themselves hydrated 
but the greens uh, very accommodating as a players are going low. It's a great leaderboard. Brooke Henderson is off to a good start. Uh, 18 under par. They're tied for fourth with Nasa Hadaoka. It's a limited field here. Uh, American Jennifer Cupcho, Allison Lee, they are tied at 17 under. And so a nice leaderboard, limited field. The Corda's uh, not here. Jin Young Ko not here after winning last week. And so uh, the tour will return and make their West Coast swing when they come back at the end of March. They'll be in California. Uh, the final year. Uh, final major at uh, Rancho Mirage. It is now the Chevron Championship, uh, the old uh, Dinosaur Nabisco Classic. Uh, but uh, that will be moving on. So that'll be a fun one at the end of the month uh, to see them uh, jump into the pond, the final winner there before they move that event to Texas uh, with the new sponsorship from Chevron. So that's what's going on. You can watch that. That coverage will be at 9.30, 10 p.m. tonight on golf channel but uh, all eyes on tpc sawgrass pete dies famed course some call it diabolical i think the players have learned to embrace it uh, the players championship sometimes referred to the fifth major uh, they have not completed the first round the rain has been obnoxious in the last 48 to 60 hours uh four and a half inches of rain have fell has fallen on that course and it was simply unplayable they have yet to complete the first round they are set to resume play at 9 a.m pacific this morning and so they'll get the uh, wave of players to finish up their first rounds then they will start the second round and they are hoping to get as much done into that second wave of players to get their second rounds done they are assuming they'll have to finish up sunday but hoping to get as much of the third round done Sunday and then wrap this thing up Monday so they do not have to go into things on Tuesday. It would be the eighth Monday finish uh, at the players in its history going back to 1974. And uh, right now, just the crew uh, trying to figure out how to get this one done. And, and Tommy Fleetwood, Tom Hoagie were able to complete their rounds on Thursday. Six under 66s. Bryce Garnett is at six under through 13 holes. John Rahm uh, was able to play his round on Thursday. He is at three under. You've got some guys, Scotty Scheffler, uh, who won for the second time last week at the Arnold Palmer. He's at four under. Dustin Johnson is at four under. Harold Varner, the third, uh, he's in at three under. He was leading at seven under, going to 17, where he hit it in the water and triple bogeyed. And so, uh, but 46 of the top 50 players in the world, in this field, the top 30 in the FedEx Cup playoff list are all here. And so once they get going, golf coverage will have it, or golf channel will have the coverage of beginning at 9 a.m. this morning, and then NBC will take over at 10 a.m. and uh, hopefully get in not only this finish up this first round, but as much of the second round as possible. And uh, always a good show, always a great venue. Uh, the trick now will be, one, drying off the course, but two, winds gusting upwards of 40 to 50 miles an hour. Uh, obviously, the greens uh, have been soaked. They haven't been mowed, so hopefully they can hold uh, and they won't have to stop play for when any further stoppages uh, threatens uh, to go into Tuesday. 
Uh, we know that uh, daylight savings time kicks in Sunday. That'll give them a little bit more daylight, and you hope that's enough on Monday to get this thing finished up. So those are the two tours going on this weekend, and we'll keep an eye on things for you as well. But when we come back on Tuesday at press conferences, Commissioner Jay Monahan of the PGA Tour uh, had a chance to give his state of the PGA Tour. Uh, most of the conversation was around where things are at regarding that Saudi league, uh, Phil's status on tour, the youth movement that continues to go on on the PGA Tour, and how things look moving forward uh, with the new media rights deals that are in place, all of the increased purses. What does it mean for the game in general, and where does he see things moving uh, forward? So we'll talk about that as well. Again, your comments. Welcome uh, on the text line at 503-250-1080. As we're just getting started, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 817 here this morning. Mike Barrett uh, with X-Golf Tualatin going to join us uh, coming up in the business of golf there at the bottom of the hour. Uh, learn about their facility, which is open now. It's been operating for a little bit, but uh, I think uh, still a lot of people are, are not aware of where exactly it is, what it's all about, and their opportunities uh, to get involved in a number of ways. So he will join us then. But You've been there yet? I did. I went yesterday. Yeah. How's the food? Uh, I did. I did not sample food. I was in a bit of a hurry. So I went down mostly uh, playing some golf, uh, getting on the simulator, getting a feel for it. And uh, for somebody, and that's really uh, my first real experience on, on a simulator. So it was a little foreign to me. It took me a while to, to adjust to it. Um, But I think that's me. I don't think that's any. There's lots of people, and obviously in other parts of the world, where getting on a golf course, you have to make a tee time a year in advance. I mean, it's huge over in Japan and in Southeast Asia because there's just not a lot of land, and they're golf crazy over there. So uh, it's it's tough for them to get on. So that's really how they get introduced to the game. Uh, but no, I mean, it was fun. Uh, obviously, playing golf courses around the world uh, with the simulation and. Uh, you can adjust a lot of factors. So uh, we'll talk with Mike more about that and uh, what's what's down there uh, available for you. But uh, Jay Monahan, Rory McIlroy, among those on Tuesday, uh, giving their press conferences at the Players' Championship. And this is the PGA Tours, a real showcase. Obviously, uh, more FedEx Cup points involved. The purse has been cranked up. Uh, added this year, 3.6 million goes to the winner, a $20 million overall purse in this one uh, as uh, purses have been raised uh, all across the tour this year. And so obviously the exemptions, uh, it gets you into all of the majors, all of those sorts of things. But on Tuesday, it was more about the state of the game uh, and before we get to Commissioner Jay Monahan, uh, Rory McIlroy was up first. He's uh, on the player advisory committee, uh, and I think he's probably the biggest voice in the room. He was first asked about the state after all of the drama with Phil Mickelson in January and February. Is there going to be a Saudi golf league? Who's going to go? Was Bryson going? Uh, all of those things. And uh, Phil now has a. Uh, excluded himself from the tournament trying to uh, sort things out after his uh, comments 
This is what Rory had to say about the state of that Saudi golf league. I've heard nothing since, so I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know where they stand. I've, I, I don't know, but um, you know, it seems like pretty much, you know, every top player in the world, especially the younger guys, the guys that you really need to get something like that off the ground, um, they all want to play here, and they, you know, that's, they've stated their intention, and that's what it is. And you've got John Ram and Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland. Justin Thomas, myself. I mean, you know, you got the the top players in the world that are all very young and have a long run, runway ahead of them, um, and they're all saying the same thing. So, I don't see how that could change at this point. And that's true. Once all of them were committed, now what what threats were there behind the scenes? That still all remains uh, to be played out. We, who knows if we'll ever really know if anybody will come clean at some point. But uh, Jay Monahan was then asked about where is Phil? What is his status with the tour? I have not talked to Phil uh, since he made his comments and since he said that he was stepping away. Um, and like I said, I think the ball is in his court. I would welcome a phone call from him. Um, but it's hard for me to, to talk about the different scenarios that could play out. But listen, there's a player that's won 45 times on the PGA Tour. He's had a Hall of Fame career. He's won here at the Players' Championship. He's inspired a lot of people and helped grow this tour, his tour. And so... As difficult as it is to read some of the things that were said, ultimately, the conversation will be had when he's ready to have it. And I'll be ready to have it as well. And I know we'd all love to be flies on the wall when that conversation happens. And and, and we had somebody text in, is Phil uh, being a douche a good thing for golf? Golf always gets more interesting when there's a villain. Uh, that from the 360. Uh, there's one thing about being a villain. Seve Ballesteros was a villain in golf for uh, quite a while. Uh, Ian Poulter's been kind of that, but it's more been more cartoonish character uh, in those regards. Um, it, it's usually born out of the international competitions. Um, you know, uh, Colin Montgomery was that guy for a while, uh, but there wasn't ever anything truly sinister going on with those it was more fun part of the competition and i don't know how fast phil will be able to walk back some of these comments that went beyond uh just the venue and the stadium of golf and that's really uh where it comes into plus is he really i mean as much <laughs> phil has made as much money outside of tiger woods playing the game of golf as anybody in golf's history not only with what he's won and benefited from playing in the era that he's played in on tour by winning tournaments and, and finishing uh, in top tens all across the world uh, but as well as his endorsements his ability to be an endorser which that has gone away um he had a giant miscalculation on what he was trying to do and rather than getting involved going through the player advisory council those sorts of things if if the media rights and all of those things are truly an issue for players one it's the first time i ever really heard about it and it was brought to the forefront uh but i think uh go through the process first if you've gone through the process then that's what you can come out with and explain to us 
uh, at that point. Uh, Rory was asked then to give a report card. Jay Monahan has been there as commissioner now for a few years. He's got him through the media rights negotiation. And this was uh, the report card he gave on Jay Monahan and his team with the uh, tour. Um, I think growing the business of the tour. Uh, I think um, the TV deal that the domestic rights deal that the PJ tour did a, a year or so ago was um, was incredible. Um, so, I, like the business side of the tour had everything to do with um, you know putting more money in, in players' pockets. I think he's he's done a fantastic job. Um, I think the one thing that the, the tour in general could do a better job at is transparency. Um, whether that be with, um, yeah, just with everything, I, I think transparency and, and maybe it not being as, um, as closed the shop or like, I, I've always, like, I've always felt that a few of the, like, um, like bans or suspensions, I think that should all be announced. I think that should be more transparent. I, I've always said that. Um, but I mean, that's something I'm sure they're working on and, and have constant dialogue in. But, you know, I'd say overall, Jay has done a, a wonderful job in, in terms of um, weathering the storm of the pandemic, um, putting more money in guys' pockets, uh, making this tour the best tour in the world to play on. You know, so, I mean, you're only sort of picking holes if you're if you're really trying to to have any negatives. But um, overall, he's done a him and his and his team have done a great job. Now, if you're wondering if Jay Monahan has a sense of humor, here you go. I, I would just say effective immediately. Rory McIlroy is suspended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I listen. I Rory is Rory is a member of our our policy board. He's a player director, and that's something that has been raised in the past and. You know, if that's if that's something that a member of our board feels strongly about, rest assured, it's a conversation we'll have with our player advisory council and ultimately with our board. That's the way the system works. Um, and it's a criticism that has been lobbied against the PGA Tour, you know, through the years. And I think we always have to be open to, you know, to to evolving. And 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 that's something that we are open to. And I think uh, with Rory, and I think a lot of these younger players, uh, some very well-spoken players, Colin Morikawa, if you ever hear him discussing things, really well-reasoned, the logic behind certain things. uh, They're a lot more thoughtful. Uh, Jordan Spieth has always been great. The more of those players that get involved on the player advisory committee and really take some ownership of the game and what it's producing and how it's being uh, viewed by uh, fellow golfers, as well as the fans uh, who continue to come in throngs and continue to watch uh, these major events, if the PGA Tour actually listens and starts becoming more of a partnership in that regard, uh, I think you'll see a little bit more modernization of things as it relates to or compares to other uh, top sports leagues. Uh, Jay Monahan then uh, was asked about the fact that this week, for the first time, ever on tour since the official world golf rankings came into existence. The top five players are all under the age of 30. And what does that speak to the game? It's, it's a reflection just on the, the system at work. I mean, these young players are coming from all over the world at a young age. 
having success on the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour at a very early age. Um, and that depth of talent, you talk about the top five, you extend it past the top five into the top 30 and the top 50. You know, this, the athleticism, the youth, the preparedness, uh, the system's working and it's, it's arguably the most exciting time in the history of, of the PGA Tour for that reason. And I think when we're over at our headquarter building tomorrow night and, you know, Tiger's being inducted into the Hall of Fame, I mentioned my comments earlier about Joaquin. You know, I, I, th I think a lot of that is reflective in, reflected in what happened back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and throughout his career, and the inspiration a, a great player, transcendent player like Tiger provided. And now you're seeing more, more players compete at a high level at a younger age, and it's going to continue. I mean, every signal that you see um, would suggest that this is something that's here to stay, and that's pretty darn exciting. And it is exciting, and it's funny. Uh, he had more comments about uh, talking about Tiger Woods going in uh, to the World Golf Hall of Fame, and everybody's like, well, he's been a Hall of Famer forever. What, Duh. Uh, but this group that's coming up now was just starting to pick up golf clubs when Tiger started his professional career. And the fact that the game, you are now seeing athletes you know, choose golf over other sports that they have played along the way, whether it's Gary Woodland, who was a college basketball player, uh, Brooks Kepka, who played other sports, Justin Thomas loves others, those guys, but uh, not only for the ability uh, for the financial piece of it, but uh, one, the ability to have an extensive career uh, and two, the challenge of it. Um, it, it they love it. And so you're seeing more young players focus on it early. The collegiate game is uh, at a place that uh, I don't think uh, anybody thought it would ever be. And that's something, too. If we need to pay more attention to that uh, with this show and, and things going on, uh, the collegiate game. And it, it also brings up the question. I think that's where the PGA Tour is. We've just seen Major League Baseball go through this, uh, getting through. Is the game, is the league, is the tour the players or is it, uh, you know, especially in golf, is it the history and the legacy and the courses and the venues and the sponsors that set up these events that allow for the drama to take place? And that's always a chicken or egg thing. How do you disperse this money? Uh, Phil made some comments that only 26% of the revenues are getting uh, put back into the players. Uh, Commissioner Monahan said, no, actually it's 55%. And there is a hundred more million dollars uh, committed to uh, the tour this year uh, than there have been in the past. They went into the reserves to kick things up. And so I, I think all of that behind the scenes was in response to not wanting to see some of the top players get plucked off uh, to go to a, a rival league, whether it was the Saudi league or something else. And so uh, we'll see how that plays out, but uh, it was probably a little ugly behind the scenes as to how they got it done. Uh, we never like to see how the sausage is made, but I think it will end up resulting in a much better product week to week moving forward uh, for the PGA tour. And we can uh, talk more about that again. Your comments welcome at 503-250-1080. But when we come back, Mike Barrett, kind enough to hop on the line with us. He's a partner with the new X-Golf Tualatin uh, down there just off uh, I-5 at the Nyberg exit next to the Best Buy. Had a chance to get out there. It's a wonderful facility. Excited to get back. Uh, he'll join us. Tell us all about it. 
how you can get involved and uh, improve your game. And he's got a little uh, something for us as well as we make the turn here. It's Golf of the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.33 here this morning. Center and Saint will follow us. And then a uh, busy day of college hoops. You've got the uh, Big 12 and ACC championship games here on the fan uh, before Selection Sunday. We'll have the Big Ten title game tomorrow. So that's uh, how things line up. Uh, but now joining us on the line, our good friend, Mike Barrett. I have not uh, had the chance to speak to Mike for uh, uh, quite some time. I missed uh, the big event down there the other day. I was preparing for my uh, trip to Vegas uh, for the WCC uh, tournament uh, as the pilots, uh, men and women, were in battle. But uh, good to talk to you, my friend. Welcome. Thanks for getting up with me this morning. Hey, Jace. Anytime. I know I haven't seen you in a while. I used to uh, see you all the time. And, you know, it is kind of funny because that's, of people ask me at times, um, you know, if, if I miss the old job and the old world and everything, I, and I always say, no, but I miss the people. I mean, I do miss the job, but the people are what I really miss. And, and especially a lot of my peers and cohorts. And, you know, it's weird how when you, when something happens, we all got canned, but it's kind of like you died because you don't talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, you're just gone. And then one day you wake up and then I'll see somebody once in a while and they'll say, I haven't seen you in years. And it's like, hey, well, I'm still here. But now, yes, now you know where to find me for sure uh, is just down at X-Golf. There you go. Well, and I was in, uh, I was in yesterday and met, uh, met with Jeff. I met Bill. I met Andy and uh, just tried out the facility there for the first time. And, and for somebody, and I hadn't really done anything, uh, spent any time uh, with golf simulation uh, everything I've been doing work, uh, training, you know, practice with lessons has always been a, at a driving range or a course. And so it took me a little while to, uh, to make the adjustment myself for people that haven't, uh, seen what simulation golf is. And especially with X golf, how, how do you describe the experience for them for the first time? You know, it's, it's, you know, I hadn't either. And I, I had played it once when I was out of town um, before, you know, it, it really was what it is now. And so I probably had a expectation kind of built in, but, you know, Bill, who you met yesterday, you know, he, he was really kind of the guy who got really passionate about this and he got a simulator in his garage and we tried that and it wasn't a, uh, you know, a high dollar one. It was fine, but it wasn't. And so it was, it was neat. And then, but I didn't understand you know, and why he had fallen in love with X golf and particularly the X golf franchise and the, and the people, because at the end of the day, that's what makes the difference is who you're working with. Um, but then once we got the, the technology and we got to see the, this, the huge difference that X golf has hit on in terms of their, it's all proprietary. So a lot of people say, who makes your, you know, what kind of, what are you hitting on? What's your tech? It's, it, it's X-Golf. It's you know, X-Golf's a South Korean company that there's a lot of X-Golf's in South Korea, Australia, um, a bunch in the U.S. now. It's just on fire. I mean, it's gone from like 23 stores to, I don't know, 85, 90, and they've got commitments out to 120. So they've hit on something. But to answer your question, the putting, the chipping, the accuracy, the teaching platform, you mentioned lessons. I mean, that's that's what, you know, Andy Morris, our teaching pro, 
he came over from Redtail and just loved the idea of of teaching with this and you know the instant feedback on stats and everything. And now we have a lot of guys, a couple other pros I know are like, hey, you guys got room for a couple more because they just love the the idea that you can sit and teach and get this, all of these, and not that you can't get it like with TrackMan on a range, but it's just different, um, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's what I noticed. Uh, you know, it took a little while to assimilate myself, uh, even with the putting uh, aspect of it, and I think that's been a criticism of, uh, you know, from the birth of kind of simulation technology, but that was what I noticed the most was the ability to, to read a putt, as well as uh, getting that down on, uh, you know, on the the speed at which you want to make putts. And so the ability to actually work on games, and I know Andy's, and that's what uh, drew me to it. He's a PGA professional. Uh, You're going to get great instruction from him and the ability then that it's, it's real instruction that you can take out to the golf course. Right. And, you know, and it's, it's kind of neat in that he can do multiple lessons at the same time. And, and you know, have a couple different people in, and this V1 teaching platform that he uses is is terrific. So that that part's been really cool. And we do have the one bay that is private, and has a door that closes, and he can teach in there. And then if he wants to give a group lesson, he can do that somewhere else. And we've had last couple of weeks because a lot of people still haven't discovered us, but last couple of weeks we've had high school teams come in, especially if it's a day that's horrible weather and. And we had the Sherwood boys team in the other day. I think we had like a Swigo in. I think the George Fox women's team is going to come in and practice. And it's just, you know, it's, and, and, the, and part of that is not just the teaching platform, but you can play an event if you want to train. And we do have some people that come in from, you know, some groups that play together at local country clubs and they come in and, you know, you can play in a bay next to another group. So you could have eight guys or, you know, potentially 10 guys and play like a one best ball at Pebble beach against each other in the same day. And it's, it's, uh, it's pretty neat. And then with the, the whole franchise thing that, you know, the connectivity, we've got our first, not their first, but our first, since we opened national tournament coming up where uh, it's a St. Patty's day with a, you know, chance to win a trip to the travelers. And so that's coming up. The qualifying for that is coming up in a couple of days. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of cool how you can play in a tournament here and then there's a national leaderboard and you get ranked and it's, it's the, the cash and prices. It's, it's pretty cool to pay out. It's, it's, and we haven't done it yet. So this is going to be our first national standardized tournament through our X golf location. And yeah, that'll be the fun part. And you mentioned uh, the course library uh, continues to grow, but uh, the X golf guys, they've got to build that themselves because the technology is proprietary. And I was asking Andy a little bit, what would be uh, the ability down the road? I know it'll take some time, but uh, I know how much fun, you know, it would be to play some of the local courses, whether it's uh, if you can get approval to do a abandoned course, uh, yeah. Some of the great courses out in Central Oregon, uh, maybe some of the private courses here, Witch Hollow uh, out of Pumpkin or Waverly or those sorts of things. Is that something that's possible with it? Or, um, and I know he said uh, St. Andrews is supposed to come online here in the not too distant future for you. Yeah, it is online. And, and we, we had to make a couple of tweaks to the computers, but it is, St. Andrews is available now. Um, and it's, it kicked my butt yesterday because I wanted to try it. And 
there were a couple of little bugs with it, but we think we have worked out now. But yeah, you know, that's that's our national. You know, guys will drop the courses down, but we do have. Yeah, St. Andrews, it adds. We have Coeur d'Alene, you know, so as far as Northwest courses go. And a lot of people like playing Pebble Beach. Um, a lot of courses uh, in Florida. We have a lot of Asian courses, which are it, they're, they're a blast. A lot in South Korea, Japan, um, Australia. Um, yeah, so it's – and I've kind of poked around. I haven't played all the courses, but I've played quite a few of them and. Uh, they're all they're all unique, and then you play St Andrews, or you play even like Pebble. Um, it's it's you know you, you've seen it so many times on TV, and I've walked Pebble. I was there for the U.S. Open a few years ago, and it's you know the, the green undulations and everything is exactly uh, real as realistic as 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 it is. And St Andrews, they say, is their most realistic course ever. And they made it particularly difficult. So they kind of put a warning out when they put out St. Andrews and they sent us a text. They said, hey, this is a this is a difficult course that's going to play over 7,000 yards from the white tees. And they were as realistic as they could be about the bunkers. So I, went, I got in a bunker yesterday. <laughs> and, I, I, and I literally had to go sideways to get out of it, which I had heard that. And I thought, nah. But, yep, I took a swing and it didn't go anywhere. You know, just – as you see the guys do on yeah. TV all the time with that, with just a, in a cavern. And so I had to punch out sideways and, and, but it was really cool. Very difficult, but very fun. Well, and the other thing Andy was telling me too, is uh, yeah, you can have the settings uh, for wind and conditions. And yeah. so um, you will, it will reduce the effectiveness or the distance of a particular club due to wind conditions and you can vary them. So you can, uh, and, and it's really good for course management for, you know, avid players uh, that are down there and, and play frequently. You can still get that simulation of, OK, if the wind's blowing at 20 miles an hour, you know, crossways, what's that going to do to my shot? Exactly. And we haven't really, you know, we do a, we do an X-Golf tour series that Jeff Bedbury, our GM, came up with. It's really cool. And so every time the PGA Tour goes to a course that we have, then we'll do a little tournament over the weekend where you play any time over the weekend and then record your score and it's a little buy-in and there's some cash and prizes for that. But I was going to say, we, we all saw even like at Bay Hill or some of these courses that maybe aren't when well, we're seeing the bad weather with the players right now, but some of these courses that aren't as difficult until you've got a 15 mile an hour wind and how it changes everything. And so, yeah, we have the ability to match that if we flip on our wind conditions and, you know, we played pebble one day where we cranked on the wind and then really hardened the greens. So they were just concrete and pebble has such tiny greens anyway, that made it brutally tough. But, you know, a lot of people want to come in and they want, they're renting the bay by the hour and they don't want to be there all day, so they don't want the yeah. they don't want the course at brutal conditions because it just takes forever to play it. But you know, it, I can go in by myself and play eighteen in forty five minutes, um, and that's if I'm playing well and I'm I'm not you know dilly dallying between shots. And but for for normal, you know, we recommend most people will come in and they'll. Their first time, they usually rent two hours, and then they go, okay, I need a third. So three is usually the most popular. Um, but we've had people come in and stay for six, seven hours, too, and play 36 holes. It's, it's <laughs> not quite neat. We got, we got food and a full bar, and 
all the TVs to watch games and sporting events and Super Bowl and all the PGA Tour events. So that we, we're pretty happy with that. Yeah, xgolftowalletton.com is the website. Uh, the rates are posted up there. Um, yeah, and I was talking about, uh, you know, if you guys are going to be, I, I think uh, 10 a.m. is when you open, but I was curious, like, for the for the British Open to, to do something there in the morning, a little breakfast or something, and uh, the ideas are still flowing <laughs> amongst everybody trying to figure it out. Uh, and you guys have leagues as well. You'll have the individual tournaments, yeah. but there are leagues. Is there still uh, opportunities to get involved with those, just like your men's club at your local course? Yeah, the Monday night men's the Monday night league we had is coming. That one I think is in week eight, maybe week nine. But we have a second league coming behind it, which I think is going to be Wednesday nights. But yes, um, Jeff, our GM, has all the information on that. He's putting a lot of that together. He runs the league, so that's a really popular thing because I've got a bunch of friends who are in that league, and it's you know we it, they run that as a three man scramble with a fourth alternate, but everybody plays the same course. And it's not always the same format. So it can be scramble, alternate shots. You can kind of do Ryder Cup format, really. And every week when they get there, right before they play, Jeff will announce, this is your course. This is the format this week, go. And so then you build up points over the 10-week league. And those have been really popular at all the X-Golfs around the country. So we're really excited for that second league to get going because the first one was huge. And now we have a lot of people asking about the second one. So... Uh, but, yeah, in terms of uh, the Open Championship, as you said, you know, there's all kinds of ideas. We we continue to bounce stuff around all the time, our group. Um, Bill and Eric and I are the, are the owners, and then Jeff is our awesome GM, and you mentioned Andy Morris, our, our head pro. we got a great staff. and But, yeah, we're, we're always coming up with different ideas and different ways to uh, to have fun and to create events and March Madness will be, we're going to have it on all of our TVs. And, you know, that's a little bit different too, is we've got, it. it's pretty much a regular sports bar. Yeah. It just happens to be surrounded by eight of these huge golf bays and they're kind of the broken up a little bit where you can rent, you know, we've had some people rent the whole place have some people rent three bays at a time. Some people rent the private room. Some people want to rent two and they're all kind of isolated. So, that's been kind of a natural thing that we we planned, but because of the shape of the building, we kind of had to do it that way. There you go, Mike Barrett, uh, our guest, uh, one of the founders there, the partners there, XGolf to Walleton, XGolfToWalleton.com. Uh, if people want to uh, get a hold of somebody, maybe get a little bit, uh, ask some more uh, specific questions about their individual event, uh, what's the best way to get a hold of uh, somebody there? Yeah, I mean, go on the website, give us a call. There's somebody who always, unless we're just slammed, the phone usually gets answered on the first try. But um, And then go, you know, follow us on Instagram at xgolftowalleton. If you're curious about what I'm talking about, what the technology looks like, what, what am I talking about with this putting thing, we've done a whole bunch of different videos on our Instagram page that kind of show what the experience is like, and that's a good way to do it. Or, you know, we're right on I-5 next to Best Buy, um, right there in Tualatin. So stick your head in and, you know, walk around. We have a lot of people do that. And a lot of people have stumbled in there. They're, you know, heading somewhere else and they, hey, I didn't even see this. And we keep thinking that we've told everybody about it, but clearly we haven't. But <laughs> you guys, you guys being out there and Isaac and Sue coming out there, that was awesome. And that really, you know, a lot of people after that uh, wanted to come in and check it out. So, 
we're excited about it, and we appreciate you guys and all the support you've given us. And I can't wait to see what other collaborations we're going to come up with together with you guys and maybe do a March Madness thing out there, maybe, you know, Masters Week, something, as you mentioned, Open Championship, lots of opportunity. You bet. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, maybe oh, we can... Uh... Portland Golf Show as well. I should, I should remind you of that. So if you go into the Portland Golf Show... Uh, X Golf will have a booth there, so we can. Oh, perfect! And that'll be. Yeah, that'll be in a couple of weeks at the end of the uh, end of the month. So you'll be out there then. And uh, you've been kind enough. We're going to send somebody your way right now. We'll take the fifth caller for a one hundred dollar X Golf to Walletton gift card uh, in celebration of the Players Championship for the fifth caller right now at five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Thank you very much uh, for that, and hopefully uh, we'll send uh, send somebody new your way. Get them involved. Sounds awesome. Yeah, come by and see us, and you come back out again as well. And we'll have the players on today. I know it's supposed to rain this afternoon, so. If it's uh, if, if the Players' Championship is continuing without the rain down there, then we'll have that on today. If, <laughs> if not, we'll have some college hoops on. So come by and see us. There you go, Mike Barrett. Thanks so much, my friend. Look forward to uh, seeing you soon. Great talking to you again. And, yes, I will see you soon. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, Mike, kind enough to join us there again. XGolfToWalletton.com. Uh, and X Golf to Walleton on Instagram. Fifth caller right now. Will will uh, get your information when we come back. Uh, we'll wrap things up here as uh, the first show of season twelve. Uh, looks like the players are heading back out into position at the players, and uh, we will uh, we will wrap things up for you. It's golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Thanks again to Mike Barrett. And uh, still looking for that fifth caller. So 503-250-1080. We've got a $100 gift card to X Golf to Walleton for that caller. Uh, Will is uh, waiting with bated breath in there to uh, take your information. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll see you down there. It's uh, it, was, uh, it was so much fun when I was down there the other day. So uh, looking forward to it once again. As uh, we wrap things up, the Players' Championship, they are getting in position. Play will resume. First round play here on a Saturday, but the rain has stopped. Uh, The wind is howling, so that will make things interesting, especially on 17. Uh, And they will try to uh, get as much of round two in today. It is uh, staring at a Monday finish for certain, and hopefully not into Tuesday. So... Uh, That is where things are going. And then the LPGA will be later tonight as they are over in Thailand uh, right around 9, 10 p.m. on Golf Channel for the final round there. Uh, I did want to take a a personal moment here on this uh, first show without Harold to uh, say thank you so much. Uh, This show would never have been uh, one going this long Two as informative and entertaining uh, as it could have been uh, without Harold. And when you start down a venture like this, I just, I, I had a passion uh, for the game. Wasn't very good at it. <laughs> uh, still in a developmental process as uh, the quest continues to break 80. Uh, but I was introduced to the game as so many people were by my grandfather when I was uh, 11, 12 years old. He bought me my first set of clubs uh, playing out there. He would let me uh I was sort of caddying for him at Corvallis Country Club, and then uh, we'd get out there on the back away from the clubhouse. He'd stick a club in my hand, and 
I still remember my first shot. There was a par three on the back there uh, over water. And the ability to hit that first shot, uh, beautiful trajectory arc, landing it uh, within five, six feet of the cup, and and, and I was in. And uh, the ability to get to do this uh, as long as I have and just uh, talk about the game, whatever facets of it. Uh, but I didn't understand the industry at all until Harold came in here uh, and uh, showed me just what this game means to so many people. And especially over the last couple of years, uh, one of the few things uh, that felt normal for people is the ability to get out to its golf courses, uh, be out there, be social, have that sense of normalcy. And uh, whether you're, uh, you know, have a round going or whether you're just uh, hacking it up and frustrated as all could be, uh, we know the ability to be out there and play this game, be a part of this game uh, is so exciting. Uh, his mentorship, not only of uh, those in the industry, but younger players as well. He has continued to coach uh, working with the Union High School, uh, Union High School golf team. And uh, so selflessly giving of his time, he continues to win awards in that regard for the development of the game. All of the things that he's put in uh, the collaborations that he's worked with, the OGA, uh, the superintendents. Uh, he is so well thought of in this community, and it has been my absolute privilege to uh, ride alongside him and be, frankly, his caddy for the last 10, 11 years. Uh, we wish him the best. Uh, I hopefully will be out on a golf course with him sometime soon and uh, uh, just thank him. Uh, the, the people I've met within the industry, the guests that we have had on this show over the years, uh, that is 95% Harold. Uh, and I have uh, just chipped in here, uh, much like uh, being the fourth man on a scramble team. Every once in a while, I sink a putt. Every once in a while, I make a chip. Uh, but it has uh, been him uh, keeping us in play all those years. So thank you, Harold. We wish you the best. Uh, enjoy that retirement. Lord knows you've uh, earned it, uh, as well as Susie, uh, for putting up with this uh, every Saturday morning. Uh, it will be very, very difficult to find someone to carry on the tradition. We are hopeful to do it, and uh, we look forward to that venture down the road. Sinner and Saint is up next, uh, getting you through the Saturday morning selection Sunday tomorrow. 20-some-odd uh, bids, I think, will be handed out in the next uh, 24 hours to teams. Uh, you'll uh, witness three of them here, the Big 12 ACC Championships later this afternoon, the Big 10 Championship tomorrow. That'll do it. Thanks to Mike Barrett once again. Thanks to Will Darkens behind the glass. I'm Jason Swigard. As always, hit him straight. Wind's blowing in our faces. I just cream it. You can just stuff so many pastries in your mouth. I have I have a spreadsheet. Put it where the sun don't shine if it gets the ball in the hole. You know, you tell yeah. your three-year-old kids, stop eating, you know, your boogers. That was sarcasm. <clears throat> you got the English rat. I like leaving the stick in. Comes yeah. up over the lip. That's my specialty. The head is going to move. Yeah, yeah you're so breathing water. So anyway... Susie said, yes, they're tightening up. I do recommend you move it around. Because put all that crap out of your head. Now, how would I adjust? Well, I've got to choke down on my club a little bit. Everything was fine. I could breathe. I just couldn't swallow. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.